Well, it may surprise you to know that when I was at secondary school in the 90s, the late 90s, I just want to say, uh, I was one of the founding members of my school's eco-club. Um, that, at the time, made me very uncool. You'll be surprised to hear. Um, I was uh, described by my classmates as a tree hugger. Um, I wore that label with pride. Uh, caring for the environment has always been really important to me. So I'm delighted that we've made uh, looking after the environment a key focus of our church's lives. And it was great to hear all the work that Sanctuary have been doing on that. And a little more about that a bit later on. And we live on an amazing planet, don't we? Out of all of the millions of planets in space, it's the only one that we know for absolute certain contains life. It's complex, it's delicate, and most would agree it's beautiful. It has its challenges, it can be dangerous and scary too. But it's an amazing world. And there's a question hanging over Earth a question caused by our species and our use of the Earth's resources by the rapidly increasing footprint of seven billion plus human beings. And it's quite a simple question, really. Whose world is it anyway? A simple question, but an important one to ask ourselves. So let's think about why does this question even matter? If we look at farming around the world, who do the crops and the land that they grow on belong to? In the UK, we throw away a third of all of our food at home. And if we include the food that gets thrown away by supermarkets, something like 53% of all food in Britain is wasted. Yet on planet Earth, there are hundreds of millions of people who are hungry every day. Is it really our food or somebody else's that we're throwing away? And what about deforestation? Should we be clearing forests that are home to rare and important wildlife species to make fields, to grow biofuels so that the rich can fly around the world? Whose world is it anyway? And there are so many other examples. We could think about the land and the seas, about fertilizers and about waste. Whose world is it anyway? And what does the Bible have to ask us about this question? Well, first of all, the Bible teaches us that the earth is our home, that God made us to inhabit it and to spend our lives here. We heard that in Genesis 1, didn't we? And the first human God named Adam, which is related to the Hebrew word for soil or earth. We are earthlings. We are made from dust. We are part of this planet, made from the same stuff as everything else. This is our home. But it doesn't end there. That doesn't mean that it's ours to use and abuse as we want to. Like a sullen teenager saying, it's my room and I'll mess it up if I want to. I'm sure none of our lovely teenagers would ever say such a thing. Secondly, the Bible is clear that although the planet is ours home... It's the Lord's. This planet doesn't belong to us. It belongs to God. Because, first and foremost, God created it. In fact, Scripture states over and over again that God retains ownership over the world. In Psalm 24, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. If we look around at the state of the planet today, 
we can see how we have ignored the clear fact that this is God's world. We have treated it as if it's our world, a natural resource for us, rather than a natural treasure for God. Worse, we have treated it as if it's expendable, something that only has value when we chop it down or dig it up or turn it into a commodity, rather than something that has intrinsic value because God has made it and God cares for it. Well, then, if the earth is not ours, how are we supposed to live on it? Well, part of the answer is that the earth is on loan to us. At first sight, that might seem to contradict what I've just said. It's the Lord's, but we live on it. But if we dig a bit deeper, it makes sense. The world is 100% God's, but God has given it to us, not to use and abuse, but as a precious gift on loan. We are called to be responsible stewards of the earth, using it well and wisely, And we are answerable to God as the owner for how we treat this world. Finally, caring for the earth is part of our worship. If the primary purpose of human experience is to worship God, then we need to remember that caring for God's precious world, that he cares for too, is a part of worshipping Jesus. We are called to worship God, both in our attitudes and our actions towards creation. The first command that we're given in Genesis 1, our very mandate for human existence, is about ruling over earth and its creatures on God's behalf. That is what it means to be made in the image of God. Yet we have constantly failed to be good stewards. But through Jesus... The true Lord of creation, we have a chance to try again. I'm delighted that just this week at our church council, we've decided to put together an eco group, a bit like they have at Sanctuary, for the whole of the church to work towards us becoming an eco church. And this is part of our determination to care for this amazing world that belongs to God. I hope that some of you will want to join this eco-group. I don't really want to be in it all on my own. But I hope that all of you will want to contribute to us playing our part to care for this world that has been created. In our gospel reading, Jesus tells us that the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. This is a reminder that we have been given a pattern to live by, that we need rest to function well, and that this rest extends to the whole of the earth. In Leviticus 4, we read, but in the seventh year, the land is to have a year of Sabbath rest, a Sabbath to the Lord. We need Sabbath for ourselves, and the earth needs a Sabbath too. We need a Sabbath awakening, to be told again and again that the Sabbath is not just for our personal well-being, but for the abundant life of the other and for the world. So whose world is it anyway? Well, the earth is our home. The earth is the Lord's. The earth is on loan to us. Caring for the earth is part of our worship. So let's resolve to put this practice in our church 
in our homes and our lifestyles, that we care for this amazing world that God has created to his glory. Amen. <laughs>